0: Hi everyone! Welcome to a new season of Freelance Creative Exchange. I'm your host, Chase. So over the years, we met many Singaporeans creative who have actually hated overseas to hone their craft and pursue their goal. In this Singaporeans Abroad, uh, Abroad edition, we wanted to learn more about how our fellow Singaporeans strive and started out building their career overseas. And today, I'm very happy to be on a call with Priyanka, who is based in New York right now. Hi Priyanka. Hi Jace. <laughs> How are you?
1: I'm alright. It's 9pm right now and I just had my dinner so I'm happy and full. <laughs> I'm ready Thank to you. get started.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to us right now. No so just So just wondering, you know, um, we all know, you know the pandemic that the whole world is actually fighting against and all this. Maybe you would like to share with our audiences a little bit about yourself? Um, and what you are doing prior before you move over to New York.
1: So I am a content producer, and I was working in Singapore in uh, different agencies. Just before I left Singapore, I was working at the Walt Disney Company, and that was very exciting, very interesting. And since moving here, uh, it's been relearning everything because obviously how things work in the u.s is very different from how things work in the in singapore so learning and relearning and also just collecting as many contexts as i can people who are based in not just in new york city or new york state but also like new jersey connecticut and san francisco just so that I can have a group of people that I can work with at any given time, Uh, it doesn't matter where they are. Since all of us are working remotely um, anyway, the idea was for me to collate a list of professionals similar to the one that I had when I was in Singapore. So collating producers and DOPs and DPs and gaffers and, and everyone else so that when and if I get a job, and I require assistance, and it doesn't matter if they are sitting in New York, and shoots can happen anywhere in the in in the states as well, so just collating those groups of people um was one of the the first things that I tried to do when I got here
0: so how so what are some of the differences in the content creation industry between Singapore and new york? so the main I wouldn't say one of the differences I feel is the way people
1: manage each other in singapore i feel is more an asian way of thinking and an asian way of managing and doing and dealing with people Uh, in the us it's a very angmo or very american way of doing things so if someone has an issue or so if someone has an idea it will be very upfront Uh, they're very much more vocal than than in singapore i think Uh, the In terms of the industry itself, it's a lot larger here and you've got a lot more different sizes of agencies. So you've got those huge agencies like King Content and so on and you've got the smaller mom-and-pop freelance sort of agencies as well. And one thing I found really interesting here is that a lot so a lot of small medium and smaller companies are getting into the content creation for their brands. And these businesses that I'm seeing who are looking for producers or who want help to con to create content for their websites or socials or whatever it is, they come from all different kinds of industry. I was pitching to a funeral company, which I thought was very interesting because. Their main business is making caskets, and one of their main things was how do we make this video fun? And I thought that's how interesting is that for a company that creates caskets? They want to create fun content, and I and you see a lot more of those kinds of industries and and smaller medium and smaller companies who are also jumping into the content creation um and just as how there are a lot of clients post- potential clients there are a lot of freelancers like myself uh, or full-timers or agencies who are also giving the services of content creation and social media management and all of those things so i think new york or yeah so new york is just a huge market and usually, New York is just like one part. You've got companies that have a headquarters in New York, but they could be some, they could be all over the U.S. So it's not just New York as a market on its own. It's
0: the whole of U.S. itself. So, um, so what are some of the opportunities or you know skill sets that you experience in New York that you know um, you hasn't experienced it in Singapore?
1: I think in terms of skill skill sets, it's almost similar. I don't think there's much of a difference in terms of like industry, but I think it's more of when communicating with people, because uh, people over here different. Like I said just now, a lot more different in terms of how they communicate and how they work. So just tuning in to how they do things, I, th- I thought was one of the the larger challenges that i faced but singapore is a very good basis to be able to work with different kinds of people from all over the world anyway but uh, new york is just much more different because but in terms of so i worked with a a non-profit uh, agency called clover foundation and they required videos for their fundraising based in uganda and they were a company, or they were an agency that essentially made content on their own. So they would use, they would do things on their own. But when I came on board, and I gave them examples of what kind of work I can do, um, they jumped at the opportunity because they had not worked with a professional who will look through, go through the whole process. And What I've realized is that these medium and small companies, uh, at least in my experience here, for them is, I want a video. You, an editor, or you are a DP slash editor, create this video. And I had to sit them down and go through this whole process of why do you want this content? What are you doing this for? Who's your audience? What do you want your audience to do with the message that you're trying to put across? And going through step-by-step step painfully with them, some clients are very happy to go through that process because it forces them to think about their message and their process, whereas some people are just not interested at all and they would just ghost you, sometimes worse than Tinder. So it's it's kind of painful because some people are interested and willing to do go through that process, whereas some are not. And... Because of the multitude of people that they can work with, if they think that one person, one freelancer, one agency is becoming too difficult for them, they will just drop you and move to somewhere else. And being a new-ish freelancer here uh, and still collating my contacts, having people drop me or having companies drop me was a bit of a heartache because I had put in a lot in you know creating a presentation for them giving them tips and and advice on how we can move forward and I'm not sure whether they took the ideas and went to someone someone else or they just decided they don't want to work for me because I asked to work with me because I asked too many questions Um, but This whole education process of of content creation, I feel I haven't found that here. And from what I understand, uh, I have not seen people who are interested to walk through clients with the content creation process. And they expect it from larger agencies, but they don't expect it from freelancers or small agencies.
0: Right. So, so in that sense, actually, um, there is kind of like opportunity, right? In mm-hmm. the whole, you know, content creation from... Conceptualizations all yeah. the way to helping them to deliver, and mm-hmm. of course, hopefully, you know, bring about the change that they want to see, um, which is similar to the situation that we are seeing now in Singapore, especially after COVID, right? Because of COVID, it made a lot of um, I would say, um, retail stores, F and B stores, suddenly realize that you know they actually didn't have a online strategy at all, mm. right? So yeah. when COVID hit, they suddenly left in the lurch. They cannot open their shops. They cannot do anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, so now. Now everybody is scrambling. A lot of the small, uh, medium businesses are now really starting to look at okay, I you know in order to uh, prevent the same thing from happening again, I need to relook at my digital strategies and what I need to do as well. Exactly. So you know. You, when you are in Singapore, you know you have a fairly successful career in the media industries, right? Yeah. Um, but for you to leave your career behind in Singapore and to start all over again in a new country, so what is it like, you know, to start out in New York all over again? Painful. <laughs> um. So, I I think when
1: you move to a new country, the first thing that you would have to find out is whether in your visa status whatever the visa status is whether you are able to do work or rather if you have a full-time job whether you can also do freelance work on the side Um, and I think it's a lot more I think it's a lot more um, important if you are not a citizen of that country because you know I personally don't want any visa issues you know now or in the future so it's just about making sure that all your paperwork is done before you do anything and and that's what i did for the you know that's what i did to make sure that all the paperwork and everything is done um so that you know when i start doing freelance work like under under the name striking pixels I am safe and I am within the bounds, boundary of the law. Uh, But also, like, on top of that, once all that is settled, it's just meeting people. And because of COVID, you know, you could, we couldn't go out, we couldn't like meet anyone. I couldn't just go into the office and, you know, be like, hey, I wanna be able to speak to someone um, on your side, like someone from marketing or whatever. The next important thing is to create a community and to meet people within the industry or the industries that you want clients from and since it was covid and everyone was stuck at home um i we had to i had to really find ways to meet people so whether be it uh zoom meetings or google hangouts or whatever it was uh, I found this website called the Lunch Club and in Lunch Club when you sign up you can um, you're basically put into like a Russian roulette of connecting with strangers within whatever industries that you're looking for. So Lunch Club will take my profile and try and find someone who can fit my profile or who's d- doing something similar And I was I've been doing Lunch Club since mid of last year and that way I've met so many different kinds of people all over the US uh, who are either in the creative industry or they want to move into the creative industry or they could be people who are not in the creative industry at all but they are there to meet people who might want to work with them for projects or become partners in in, in a business or something. So I've actually used Lunch Club quite extensively. Um, and through Lunch Club was how I got a few projects as well. Uh, I've gotten at least three clients or people who helped me put in touch with someone else who became my client. That was how I was trying to increase my list of professionals or and list of clients, potential clients. Uh, another way that helped me was facebook groups new york crew list for new york uh, productions and just looking through the posts and seeing how i could help any one of those uh, authors post authors and i've actually used those groups to hire freelancers as well um and Generally, what I like to do is if I put up a post, I will collect all the names that have come to me um, and put them in an Excel sheet. And I'll put my notes as to, you know, what kind of jobs did they do, how long they've been in the industry, links of works that they've done. And that has is starting to become a good list of people that I can potentially work with. So I've got one for freelancers in production or editing, and I've got one for potential clients as well. Like I said, COVID has changed the way that we think of work and we think of how we do work and finding different ways to fill in the gaps that we are missing because of the pandemic uh, has been a very challenging and interesting way to think about us as professionals and people who provide a service
0: right so it it looks like you know you have actually done a lot in terms of building a community and i really do think that that that's important as well but in terms of um culture aspect because you know singapore after all is still very different from new york right Mm -hmm. um so when you first landed um, in a new country do you feel like um, you know culture is one of the important aspects for you to get over with or has it kind of um, or rather was it actually an advantage right for you to, to be coming from Asian right so, so I'm not sure mm-hmm. do you see it more as advantage or do you see it more as a disadvantage uh, in terms of our Asian culture
1: uh, I think because coming from Singapore and having, at least for me, having worked with people from all over the world—not um, just Singaporeans, but you know, Americans, Australians, uh, British—it's in terms of work culture. Yes, it's different. It's a lot more, um, like I said, it's a lot more vocal than in Singapore. Um, we are very used to like asian cultures and and stuff like that over here it's it's very different even with as simple as going for lunch most people will bring food and eat in the pantry you know and i'm used to whole team going out for lunch somewhere you know and just just those little differences in how we work is was challenging in the beginning um, but you you have to change because there is a certain style of work and how people deal with things in the U.S. and you as a someone who just joined, you know, we have to we have to change ourselves to the current um, environment.
0: But do you? do you feel welcoming when you actually make the contacts? You know, because you mentioned when you first moved over, you know, one of the key things for you to build out contacts, right? Mm-hmm. Which I suppose is a very wise thing to do, right? Um, but then when you try to reach out to people, do you feel welcoming or actually people will feel that, oh, no, I don't know who you are, where you come from, and then you reach out to me. How was the experience like, you know, when you try to reach out to more people?
1: I think in, in, in all, okay, so in all honesty, of the time it's been great and when I tell them I'm from Singapore some people uh, half would know where Singapore is or would have heard of Singapore the other half would be like so which country is Singapore in Um, but it's more of they're interested to know more about me as a person and the work I do and where I'm from so I try and package my life story in a way that is interesting for people to to listen to. And also, you know, they would come and ask me questions as well. So I don't think I've had... There might have been one or two people who were super disinterested because I am not what they expected out of the meeting even before the pandemic. But for most part, it's been very welcoming. And you have to remember New York is... It's like Singapore in the sense that everyone comes into New York, so you've got people from not just all over the world, but you know, all over the U.S. So when you talk to anyone, it's almost like we are in the same boat. We've all come into New York, and we've all working and living in New York, but we are originally from somewhere else. So even even when I, I'm, I'm on lunch club, and I know that this person uh, lives in Brooklyn or Queens or New York uh, or in Manhattan, Um, I would ask like, are you originally from New York or are you from somewhere else? And sometimes they'll be like, Oh, you know, I used to live in Queens or I am originally from New Orleans or San Francisco or what, or Montreal or whatever it is. So New York is kind of like a place where everyone comes together. So you feel at home, because most people are not native New Yorkers,
0: right, so what are your plans for the future now you know um, if you, I mean since you have established yourself in New York as well, so um, what's some of your future plan do you do you foresee yourself going to stay continue staying in New York for the next five to ten years, or you think that you probably will move on to another country as well or coming back to Singapore <laughs> so it's uh,
1: i've I've thought about this quite extensively it took me to come out i mean it took me coming out of singapore to realize how great singapore is um, in many aspects singapore is just a very easy place to live and when you move out of singapore you move anywhere else you realize that easiness you take for granted the easiness of of uh, living in singapore but to answer your question i think for the foreseeable future, um, my partner and I we see ourselves here in in the New York, New Jersey sort of area, and I my hope is that I can build striking pixels to a position of a small to medium agency working with clients all over the U.S. and and being in in New York, it's I think it's a great great for me because A lot of the headquarters are here, or at least they're they're large offices for many brands and companies in New York or in New Jersey area. So it's a lot easier for me to connect to people and connect to potential clients. Um, My hope is that I can grow Striking Pixels and I can start making more money. But money aside, I want to be able to create meaningful content for brands and companies content that is not just limited to the reasons why they wanted that content whether be it for an event or for their website i want it to be long lasting something that can be used on multiple platforms or re or rejigged for multiple objectives as well Um, and and i want to give I want to partner with my clients to give them a good content creation experience. You know, making a video doesn't or making content for whatever reasons doesn't have to be painful. It's just the pre-planning that comes before the actual creation itself. And uh, I think with my experience working in Singapore for and clients in Southeast Asia, I think that I can bring a lot of those experiences and I could potentially help clients in based in the US be able to create content that's for Asia, but it's not like a white company creating content for Asia, but having Asians within the within that team to create content that will really truly Uh, speak to the end users or the audience, their end audience.
0: So, thank you so much, Priyanka, for sharing with us. I just have one last question before I let you go. The question is, what advice do you have for fellow Singaporean creative who also want to move abroad to work? I think the first thing that you should do is be mentally prepared
1: because... The rest of the world, or working in any other country outside of Singapore, is going to be very, very different. Uh, we are used to we are used to dealing things in a very in a certain way, or we are used to how our lives are in Singapore. So the first thing is to be mentally prepared that it's going to be very, very different when you move out of Singapore, and also in terms of work culture wise, that is also going to be different and realizing that being a third person coming into a work culture, that's not, or that you're not used to. It's our job to assimilate into that work culture. And, and I believe Singaporeans are pretty good at doing that, assimilating into a, a work culture that's very different from ours. And I think the main thing is to just truly enjoy that experience. Because being outside of Singapore in whatever job that you're doing, uh, you have to enjoy what you're doing and you have to enjoy the people around you um, and make as many friends as possible from, you know, different cultures, different groups, because you're not, most mostly you're not going to get these kind of people. You're not going to meet these kind of people in Singapore. So meeting people of, Different colors, different groups, different races, uh, religions. I think we owe it to ourselves to be able to uh, be able to communicate and be friends with anyone and everyone. And especially being in a place like New York, uh, we get that chance of working with and spending time with people from all over the world. And Yeah, just have fun because what's the point if you're not having fun in you know with the work you're doing and with the people around you? So So
0: would you would you encourage more Singaporeans to move to to look abroad for opportunities? Absolutely, I think
1: if you are if you do have the chance to move out of Singapore, whether be it for five years or two years, it doesn't matter. I think it gives us it broadens our mind. Um, and also you realize how great we have it in Singapore and, and it, it, we need to leave to understand that. Um, I only wish that I was able to move out of Singapore when I was younger, you know, maybe to do university or something, because that is a different set of experiences. Um, But now that I have the chance, um, to have moved here. Um, I'm very, very happy that I did because there are experiences that is very uniquely American that you only get when you are here. Um, it's Very simply, just living through these tumulus history-making times right now, it has been very, very interesting. And... Obviously, I'm not in the middle of any anything that's happening here, but just being in the country when all of this is happening is you can see how communities and society is changing as these historical things are happening. Um, so it, it feels it, it's interesting to live through what will soon be important
0: milestones in American history. Great thank you so much thank you mm-hmm. Priyanka for taking the time to actually talk to us and share with us your experience living in New York right oh. so thank you to you audience as well for tuning in to us so subscribe and listen to our show Freelance Creative Exchange on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. check out our website and join our Creative Works community on Facebook Instagram as well as TikTok so be kind stay safe and we'll chat soon bye everyone bye Priyanka bye bye, bye.